Welcome to Sketch Magazine Podcast, hosted by Bill Nichols, Senior Editor of Sketch Magazine, John Wilson, Editor of Sketch Daily over at ComicRelated.com, and myself, Robert W. Hickey, Publisher of Sketch Magazine and Co-Founder of Blue Line. Come back after the music and find out what we have to offer in this episode. Everybody, it's your old buddy John. You have once again located the Sketch Magazine podcast. I am joined, as always, with Sketch Magazine publisher Bob Hickey, Sketch Magazine editor Bill Nichols, and tonight we are going to talk about not how to build your website, but what to put on your website to make it interesting, and as a bonus, how to build a wiki. First, how you doing, guys? Doing great, John. Hey, doing good, John. And so what in the world is a wiki? Other <laughs> than a fun word to say. A fun word to say. Um, uh, I'm, I'm sure most people are familiar with Wikipedia online. When you do a search, it usually pops up with a word that isn't out there a lot. And uh, on, on the online wikis, a lot of, you can contribute and add and everything um a lot of people are using them now with their sites and they're locking them so people can't just come in and manipulate the text and stuff but it's a great way to organize and easily update a studio bible and that's what we're going to discuss it as a way to get the information out there to the fans um they're not that hard to set up you have to know a little bit of coding but once you do that, or if you got a friend who knows it, um, they're easy to run. You don't need any coding. It's all built in through the help files, and it's very basic. So um, They're fun. I've been working on one for the past couple of weeks. Um, really started sprinting with it this past week. So um, we'll, we'll get into the wiki um, as we uh, discuss the websites. And I think it's important to discuss what we need, what you need to build into a website. And uh, a wiki is definitely a part of it if you, if you can set it up. There's several of them out there. So, but, um, a wiki is a fun word to say too. Yes, yeah, it's a very fun word to say. So, uh, how would you? Well, how would you get started putting together, building up? Um, what What are the key components for a wiki? Okay, we're back on wiki. All right, John. Oh, we're, sorry. We're going to talk about to... wikis. Um, yeah, let's stay on Wiki, and then we'll hop to the website. Okay. Um, the Wiki is – there's there's one out there that I decided to go with. It's called Media Wiki, and it's the one that the uh, Wiki Encyclopedia – or Wikipedia Online uses. It's got a great engine in it. It's free. It's uh, – you can download it. You can install it, and it, it – it uh, does most of it for you. If I can stumble through it, just about anybody can. Um, you have to do a little bit of coding. There's tons and tons of templates out there you can add that are real easy to do. There's little descriptions on how to do it. So setting it up is not hard. Um, let me save you some time. Is Once I got it set up, I couldn't figure out why I couldn't add images. And I fought and fought and fought. And finally, I stumbled through the FAQs and found out that when you install a wiki, 
it automatically comes with the images turned off. So you have to go into a file on there and, and turn them on, turn them to true. So it sounds a lot more difficult than it is. It's not that hard. Once you dive into it and do a little bit of research, you can go with it. The bonus of this is that it organizes for you. You set up categories. And upon these categories, you add in your information. And way way I look at, at it is it's a great way to build your studio Bible slash your who's who for your possible future readers or current readers. And you may be amazed at how much information can go into the wiki. And it saves you from having to design a lot of different websites because it designs itself on the fly. You click on you know, a character and it draws up that character for you. You don't have to go in and design that whole page. You just have to go in and key in the information. So um, they're very useful. They're easy to use once you get them set up. And the amount of information you put in there is infinite. It automatically alphabetizes it for you. It builds the links. It does everything. So it's a huge time saver. And you can have multiple people coming in and contributing. So um, for in case what I'm doing is I pulled one book out. And I said, okay, I want to get all these characters in here with bios. And I, had, I was lucky that within that book I had written bios for each. I started entering them. Then I noticed I had miss, mentioned some corporations. I'm like, oh, that's important. I entered those corporations underneath another cap category called corporations. And then I they mentioned a city. I'm like, well, there's another important information. Now I created a category for cities. And I put that information in there on that city. Whether it's minor or a little bit, it's in there for your future reference and for your reader's reference. So if you need a name of a town, and you might want to use a town you already created, jump on there, it's called City, and say, oh, Jewel City. Yeah, okay, cool. Boom, pull that out, run with it. So it's a way to easily organize online and uh, to build your Bible and get your information out there. You can add images. Uh, once you set up the upload feature, it, it uploads them for you. It's real easy. You don't have to FTP. It does it for you. Um, you create your images to the size you want them. Um, and it's, it's, it's a nice way to organize. I'm looking forward to doing it. I really had no clue how many characters we have in the Skystorm universe. Yeah, there's a bunch. Yeah. yeah. And you used the word a couple of times uh, that may confuse a few people. Um, so I'm going to throw it to Bill to clarify this word. Uh, you used the word Bible. Now, <laughs> the first, you know, at first someone may hear that and go, I'm not doing a religious thing. I'm doing a superhero thing. What do I need a Bible for? Clarify what what Bob meant by Bible and what, um, in addition to what he started to talk about, should go into a Bible. Well, Bible, uh, whether it is a comic, um, you can have them for you know your book or whatever, or uh, TV shows and animations use those Bibles. They're basically reference material for uh, breakdowns of the characters. Um, it's it's a reference book that somebody if you were especially in a, say a TV show um, a lot of animation shows use them for uh, it has a, a uh, the visual of the character the background 
maybe some personality stuff, whatever, whatever the creators or who, you know the powers that be determine that need to be in there, so that someone else you can hand that to someone else and they can pick it up and write those characters or at least have a grasp of those characters. Uh, only really sometimes the creator of a character really maybe knows, but uh, you know basically it's a reference work like. Uh, Marvel Universe or Who's Who in DC, those are Bibles. You know, they're Bibles for the those uh, pantheons of characters, and uh, that's really what it is. It's it's uh, some people use index cards way back in the day. Um, this is a uh, this is putting it all together or character sheets in Dungeons and Dragons. A lot of people will remember those. That might click with some people. Uh, because you can have a picture there, you can have character, uh, maybe statistics or a timeline or a, you know how old they are, that kind of thing. Certain powers that they have, super abilities. Uh, there may be some a synopsis of their uh, their backstory. Uh, their uh, their you can break it down into you know however many. You know, the more developed the character is, there can be significant numbers of uh, a significant number of events or pivotal points in, a, a, say, a development of a character in its timeline that you could put in there. But um, those are things that you could put into a wiki uh, because it just just as with the number of characters that can be in your uh, your history. Or the hickey verse, as we used to call it, <laughs> uh, their their backstories also. That's that is a a, a way to uh, see where people's lives uh, or uh, you know characters' lives intersect, and it keeps things organized. And that's why I like the idea of that because uh, you can you know some people still use notebooks, and I still have you know one for Sparta Bay, and I'm. You know, I'm intrigued by the idea of the wiki uh, as a reference tool and as an organizational tool because it can keep things nice and tidy and also allow you to look that up and maybe build on it as you're adding something because you may, it may click that something here may intersect with something over here. You know, reference points in history, you know, things pass through the same moment in time kind of thing. Um or you know, if you're, say, your company or your uh, books have a an event, you know, almost all the titles may touch. Like Marvel, you know, every year they would have some some big thing, and you could have something that where what happened during the, you know, the big yearly event kind of thing, whatever the title it was. But that's going on and on about a Bible, but. Um, that's what it is. Reference work and uh, getting your getting your stuff down. So, and um, it it occurred to me that uh, there may be a difference between what you would write for within the company consumption mm -hmm. and for public consumption. Right. Um, how would uh, how would you go about or justify doing that um for the creator you know how how should the creator approach okay here's what i want the public to know but i don't want them to know everything 
at this point? How how would they make that split there between what the inside people get to know and what the outside people get to know? Well, um, I think it's up to the creator. Um, other than future storylines, ideas, and characters that you don't want out there yet, everything should be out. This is this is free information that you can give your future readers or current readers to get them hooked on your stuff. But if you also you're wanting to continue this and add stuff in for your own reference, then you want to build an internal wiki. And you know, just because it's on there doesn't mean everybody has to know where it's sitting. You know, uh, it, you can lock it down to a site that you have to password to get in. So you could build a wiki that way and build it up. Now, I think the cool thing, and I've been thinking about this as I build this, is it'd be cool to put information in here that's nowhere else and let the fans find it. Like, Chris never had a middle name until now. Chris, Christiana Blood. She didn't have a middle name. I just gave her a middle name. Also, I gave... Uh, uh, um, oh, my mind's blank Tamara Rose a middle name never had a middle name before because I want this as, as complete as possible for the fans to want to care about these characters and now I might use that in a future reference in a story now that I know it or Bill might be able to use it because he can go and go well what was that can call up the character boom 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 okay cool run with it so I think there's a lot of information we can put in here to flesh out the characters why not go ahead and share it with the reader unless it has to do with future stories that you don't want out yet and that's totally cool and uh, you know if you don't want that then run a second wiki and uh, just lock it down if that's if you if you're able to set up a wiki then you should be able to, to figure out how to set up one and lock it down where people can't get to it. So it's not that hard. Or in case all of us here have used Google Docs too. Mm -hmm. uh, on the flip of a wiki, you could set up you know, a Google Doc. If you're wanting to share it with other people but yet keep it from the fans, you could do that. So, But yeah, I, I think it's a great way to build. I mean, I, I have the DC who's who around here somewhere. I loved them. Mm -hmm. Me and, too. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I had a ton of the Marvel ones. So, um, this is information I, I really enjoy. And we need to share it. You need to share it with people. So, uh, I think, I think it's a key important piece of building your online presence is to get your who's who's out there. Um, you can only do so many shows and that shows only so many people's going to walk by your table. And then, uh, those people, only so many would take a free book, believe it or not. Not everybody would take a free book that you try to hand them. What? Yeah. Believe it or not. Surprisingly enough. Ooh, what kind of commitment do you want me to make? I don't want your book. That's right. I but, don't have to carry it. Exactly. Yeah. That's the other complaint. Um, so this is a great way that they don't have to carry it, John. But well, good. if they want to spend a few minutes though reading it, or if they want to research something, or if they want to catch you and say, hey, you mentioned this city and it's not on your Wikipedia, hey, thanks, you know, I'll add that. Um, it's out there. So uh, I'm not going to stay where the Skystorm Wikipedia is right now, but it's out there. We're working on it. And once the site goes live, you'll uh, hopefully be, you know, it'll be a huge plus 
to the site. I think that's a huge bonus that you don't have to go and build another two or three hundred web pages. This builds it for you. And it's a great way to keep it all organized. Right. I mean, Bill, what's, what's you know, and I'm sure once this, you know, you jump on here, you're going to be adding a ton of information for what you wrote, like Blood and Roses and stuff. Um, you know, adding more story events, more concepts that's happened so that when we write future stories, it's easy to draw that information up. And, uh, right. you know, why not share what's already in the past or in the storyline with the fans. That's just a huge bonus. This is like the DVD bonus material that you get on a movie, you know? But you don't even have to buy anything. You just come in and we're, we're handing you bonus material right here. Yeah. Uh, there, I mean, there is a line that, that can be crossed where uh, it's, if you're working on a, a title or a, you know, a, a story or a project or whatever, and, um, uh, You don't want. There may be things in the backstory that you don't want known at this moment. That you are working toward. Maybe you're dropping hints, but you don't want the secret out because you want the care. You want the readers to invest in that as you're going along. Um, so sometimes you can't. You you could possibly you know give out too much. And then there there, there are those people who who might be uh, so into it that they might say oh, well, what, if, what if you did this and that and then mm -hmm. they become part of the process and then you have to be uh, I used to know I, I used to have a, a guy that come uh, come by and we would talk about story stuff that I was doing this is back 20 some odd years ago but damn you're old he, he would he would <laughs> throw me character idea, you know story things about my characters like no 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 was that ah, Bill? He blowed up, didn't he? He was at no, 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 no. No, no. See, Skype didn't like no, 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 no. Can't keep repeating yourself like that. And yes, we're keeping this in the conversation. We lost Bill. <laughs> and we're trying to get him back. So please hang on. Please hang on. He'll be back it's... with his no, no, no. I think he gets so excited he pulled his mic out now. Yeah, he probably did. Actually, you stay connected because I just did this when we were testing earlier. <laughs> oh, did you? Yeah. That's hilarious. Pull my mic and everything out. It's not. He's not picking up. Uh-oh. I think he still thinks he's talking. Oh, man. Need to aim him. Where is he? Yeah, it? hang on. Hey, He's Bill. back. Hey. We lost you. <laughs> And I was talking to what? Yeah, I know. I know. What's the deal? We lost you. No. Actually, it was no, 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 no. no, no. 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 Yeah. Uh, your customer uh, was giving you information about yeah, your was, character. Yeah, he was giving me information. Whoa, 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 wait a minute. Get your mic fixed. You're real static. The mic's not changed. It must. Can you hear me? Yep. Can you hear me? Mm -hmm. Am I clear? You are clear now. You're being too Italian and talking with your hands again. <laughs> well, actually, I was, but um, uh, but he was giving me story ideas about my own characters, and I encouraged him to go do his own. Uh, not in a mean way, but you know, I, I felt protective of my stuff, of my of my storylines that I was doing, and 
it just sort of felt claustrophobic. Did you hear that part? Nope. Okay. No. I wasn't sure. No, no, where, no, no. But, but it, it, was, it was as if he was, you know, sort of stepping on my creations at that point, just sort of jumping a line and taking my characters as he saw them in an entirely different way that, you know, that I, I had no intention of taking them. And, uh, I mean, that, that, you know, you can sort of cross that line, but, um, uh, you want to be careful about not giving away too much because if you're building toward a, a big secret or a, a big development in your storyline, uh, say the end of your miniseries and people guess it early on, they know where you're going instead of letting the cat out of the bag and, and this being this uh, monumental event in your, your titles history, eh, they already never, you know, maybe a let down for some people. You know, they've read the last five pages of the book and they know that the butler did it. Right. Thing, so. um, and, and it depends. It, you know, it, it kind of depends on your, your outlook and your, you know, your take on things or your relationship even with your readers that you share the stuff with. So. Okay. I was I was going great earlier. I know. I know. You get skyped. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. But good wrap up. Um, there's huge benefits to the wiki. I, I see the benefits much, much, much outweighing the negatives. You just got, I guess you do have to be careful how much information you put on there for future stories or characters. So, you know, there's always other docs, and then you have it created, and as soon as those go to print, boom, you can add them to the wiki because it's something you can add to very easily, anytime, and it's out there. So, um, a a must. That, well, that. No, go ahead. Finish your thought. I I think the biggest thing about a wiki is that you need to think about the organization as you're creating it. It's very important to keep it clear and and very... I, w I would say that the opening part of it needs to be very basic, and then you can start breaking things down. Um, you don't want to confuse the reader or the fan or yourself and how you're setting it up. You know, like mine, mine starts off with, you know, right now my basic categories are properties, which is a list of each property and a, brief, and a description of that property. The titles that have been and the issues have been published, a list of creators that have worked on them. And then there's a category for characters. And the characters are broken down by their name. Then inside that is the series they first appeared, the creator who's worked on them, and then who they are. And I'm not I haven't gone through every place they've appeared yet. That's just that stuff I can add later on. I just want to get the basic information out. And then, as I said earlier, I come find out and say, oh, wait a minute, there's businesses. Okay, well, I need to add these businesses for my own reference, if nothing else. And then, wait a minute, there's these cities. Well, yeah, let's get these cities going. So, you know, I've added the cities to it. And then I even come across a vehicle, and I got thinking, you know what, there's going to be several vehicles in this especially with race danger, and I know there's a couple vehicles we designed, so we want to create a category for vehicles. You know, I might come across something else, affiliates or something like that, and I'll add to it. So you can expand it, but keep the, keep the basics very, the beginning of it very 
basic and then expand it out as you go deeper into the categories. So, Are you setting it up sort of like a who's who where you oh yeah where you'll do that stuff and then you'll go origin and you'll write out you know I try I try to give the such and such mm -hmm. if I know it at this point it's going to be there if I don't know at this point then you're going to get what information is available on that character it may not be as as informational as you want um, right but you know like I got a character called Scorch and he came from a character that was killed in a in a Blood and Roses story called Gurk. And Gurk, or, you know, he's, he's pissed at Blood and Roses. And so I had forgotten about where his origin was. I very much liked the Scorch character. Um, but that was nice getting that all down. And then I know where Scorch ends up in a current Blood and Roses story. So I haven't added that part yet. And, you know, he becomes a, a, a sort of twisted into a third character. So right. um, there's a lot of information I'm finding, you know, of course, you know, the people listening to this need to realize that we're, we're entering almost 20 years worth of creation stuff that a lot of this is not digitized. Um, gosh, guys, so much of this stuff that we handle down Elizabethtown is not even digitized. I'm coming yeah. across team names and concepts and ideas and I'm going, holy smokes, that was, that was pretty good. So I'm, Making notes off the side, you know, to remember that because I didn't see, handle this stuff for 10 years. So it, it's fun. It's energizing. Um, I think for me, it's fun to, to build this wiki and the who's who because there's an easier way to share it with people because of the online. And uh, you don't have to print a book. And possibility of digital distribution of the comics once they're done. It's got me pumped. Better chance of getting a you know a more of a readership. So yeah. it, it's it's going to be exciting. But all the wiki and all that and offering books all have to be based about one key opponent, and that's building a website. And that is an excellent segue to the other part of our discussion. Um, actually, all three of us. Uh, at one time or another have built websites. Bob, you probably built about a million <laughs> websites by now. Um, Bill, you have probably built the most recent of all the websites, not including the still under construction um, Skystorm website. So um, what what is important to put on your website? If you are making an online presence for the very first time, um, what do you do? How do you get, how do you get the viewer, um, or the reader or whatever the proper term might be really hooked into scrolling down beyond that first page that pops up? Uh, well, one thing I have online is a calendar or an archives where they could look at stuff, but something important is maybe tabs, uh, where with pages, where someone and very you know succinctly you can you can put out your mission statement or your purpose or what the website's about um, on mine on Comics Mentor um, I had that actually I have to look at it because I play with them every so often and just because things uh, change in my head or uh, the focus or maybe I just want to change the tagline whatever I'm working on now. But uh, do you want to put in what 
what you're about, um, maybe how they can contact you kind of thing. A lot of you know, websites use the same, not the same so much formula, but you want a way to to reach base for people to reach base not just through your website but maybe on you know they I, I have people write me for example using the contact me uh, tab about something that's either I've said or something that has affected them um, something that they're going through or they have a question so it that's an easy way for them to get a hold of me um, but as I get other things like uh, the the portfolio reviews i've got one tab that says comics mentor alliance and, and I, that way that post even though i posted it maybe a couple months ago or some of these others i've posted them before um, i can put that there and someone can look at it and you know if i mention it somewhere maybe on this podcast they can look at the tabs and read those and, and that post sometimes i'll just repeat the post um, copy and paste it and boom it's there but uh, yeah, I, you just, you have who you are, what you're about, you know, the, your basic questions, and there, and you know, of course, I have ads on there too that sort of that take up the sides. But I have the archives where someone can go back and look through the entire month of November and uh, read all those posts or uh, look back a year ago, say for example. Uh, a couple of weeks ago at the beginning of the new year, I, I was able to look back at last year's post and see how I did on my new year's resolutions kind of thing. And, you know, I challenge people to do that same thing. And that, that way they can go back and they can look at maybe where I was a year ago, if they're doing the same thing or if they're doing their own website that they can look back at their own, um, if they're on an artist's website with galleries and stuff, they can look at their work six months ago and compare and um, you know, there's sort of a sense of growth kind of thing too so uh, who you are where to find you you know the important questions that's what you want initially and then as with comics mentor I started out with some I guess really more strong posts that were uh, sort of summing up what I really wanted to you know, the website to be about and you know started out I think strong from the gate so let me ask you this Bill yep with what we're talking about is like Sparta Bay if you build a site on Sparta Bay right. um, what information would you want on that site to hook a a future reader okay I would have um the basic concept of, of what Sparta Bay is, mm-hmm. um, then I would have the, you know, a link to a wiki or, you know, character reference, mm-hmm. who these characters are. Uh, if I had a timeline, maybe a page that's devoted to a timeline, um, if I could, I'm sure there's a program or something out there that you can do that with. Uh, if I'm looking for collaborators, what I'm, looking for collaborators with um, or an artist gallery that's just maybe fan art or, or people have been inspired or you know get jazzed about the characters and want to do their own take on it um, 
that could be, you know, Sparta Bay. I think that would probably cover that. And of course, then you have room to grow. Or if you have a community, if you have uh, discussion groups or, or whatever, then you can um, hedge your link to that, which I, I do on Comics Mentor. Like, for example, link it to comic-related forum, and then they can go there. So basically that's what I would have, you know, the basics, and then I can grow. Right. John, you still with us? I am still with you. I was about to say, what about that, Bob? <laughs> <laughs> what um, would you uh, what well, would you put on yours? When I, when I start out a site, I look at what I, I would look at the readership and I would try to find some other publishers or some sites that I I like that looks nice to me that I think would attract the readers that I'm trying to attract. And I mean everything from colors, the use of colors or the lack of use of colors. Um and as far as looking at how menus are set up, and, and now this sounds really complicated, and it's not when you break it down step by step. You just you look at what they're doing. And it, we got to remember is that, you know, the Star Wars, the Marvels, the DCs, these guys have people who make big bucks making these sites. There's not a problem with going and using those as templates and saying, ooh, yeah, I need to make sure I have that section about my books or everything I create, I got to make sure I have previews and, Oh, I like the way that previews page works. It's out there. Cause once you start building yours, it's going to modify, it's going to change, it's going to look different. So it's not bad to, you know, borrow that information out there. Not, you know, it, it won't, it will change. Believe me. Um, the sky storms I'm working on, the base colors are black and grays and whites because I wanted all the imagery to bounce off. If there was a little cover on there, I want it to bounce off because it's the only color in that area. And I uh, showed it to some, some professional designers today, and they really liked it. They, they thought, yeah, that really works. Uh, the Skystorm logo is in blue, of course, Skystorm. And uh, it really bounces off that corner. That So that sort of works. But what I'm looking at is um, the front page, you got to give all the current information along with like Bill says, you have menus and drop-downs and however you want to handle it to get people into the properties easily. So they come here, you know, and they're looking for a certain thing. They saw you on a write-up or an interview or they heard a podcast or something that you're working on. And they're like, well, I want to find out more about the Blood Roses. So they click down, they drop down, boom, real easily within. They don't have to go through the whole site. you got to put it right on top somehow. And oh, and click on here, and then you take them to a Blood and Roses site. Well, from that site, you give them the synopsis of the story, some artwork. Remember, what we're dealing with is a visual medium, so your site needs to be visuals. Um, maybe some type of gallery where they can look through some artwork, whether it's development artwork, character development, um, whatever. Um, the characters, which you have a few character headshots, and they have those linked back to your Wikipedia. If that's this way you decide to go. Um, and then the almighty thing is, of course, your shop. You need to have some type of shopping cart, whether it's a PayPal shop or, or a Google shop or you set up your own OS commerce shop. And that link needs to be on every single page you make because the final thing is you want to make a sell at the end of the day once you give them all the free stuff on the website and that's that's a great thing about websites is now we don't have to go to a convention and hand sell 
as much. You still got to go to conventions. Face to face, one on ones are nice and it's great. But now we got the websites, and if we build them correctly, they will help you sell the books. Um, you know, last week Bill and I recorded a uh, Skystorm podcast. Well, we're going to do a few more of those. So when the site launches, you're going to see our, you're going to hear our beautiful voices. It's part of the pitch. It's part of the sell. It's part of us. So you'd want to incorporate yourself into your site. But it's important to get visuals on there. Make them clear. Um, make sure you have, if you're selling books, make sure you have some type of preview. That's like picking up off the shelf at the comic store and flipping through it. You need to give them four or five pages or six pages of the preview of the book. Um, and, and at that point, at six pages, they don't like it, they're not going to buy it. They like it. They're going to read the rest. What's what's you know, one to two dollars for a digital copy. So um, those things are important. Organization, very clean, clear, easy movement. Organization. Uh, make sure, and this is something I'm looking at, is um, I'm coding on my pages, and I'm I'm not using like a WordPress page. Um, so I don't have built-in RSS feeds. You got to have RSS feeds, and uh, which RSS stands for Real Simple Syndication. And what it is, is there's some readers out there, and a lot of these kids use these readers out there now. And, and what it is, is they can connect to RSS feeds from all the sites they enjoy. Then they go to that one place, and they can see which of these sites have updated in the past, say, 24 hours. They click on them and go to those sites. If they haven't updated recently, then you're not going to get the hits. So it's important the one to have an RSS feed, but two is to update on a regular basis. Get fresh information out, whether it's a post, an interview, a podcast, whatever. Update your page so it's constantly hitting their RSS feeds and updating. Um, let me put you on the spot. Yes. And, uh, well, it may not have been something that you've either of you have ever done, but uh, what wouldn't you put on your web page uh maybe something you've done and gone oh no why did i do that or uh something you saw on a web page and went oh no why did they do that um you know what what shouldn't go on your website at least initially anyway or is there anything is it anything goes on the website no, I, I think it has it depends on the property but um i wouldn't put nudity or vulgar just because if that's what your book's about then move it into the site more because um, you don't want some kids stumble across your site because they heard something or read something about you and that's what they get slammed with pretty pretty quickly gonna get your site blocked um, in your face oh gosh remember the old days of the flashing text and neon oh, oh don't don't do that treat it like as if you were designing a catalog or a magazine ad very nice very clean simple you still got a flow but the stuff with flashing and bright color no no that, that's going to get you for me it's going to get you turned off and i'm somewhere else somebody else has got me very quickly um other than that, I mean, it's fair game. You're, these are your brochures. This is your catalog. You want to sell your property in yourself. So, um, you know, it's definitely something that uh, 
you want to be careful about you want it to look look nice and clean and, and put a lot of information in it bill well I, like i said earlier you don't want to give away if you if you know that say you know the end of your story uh the beginning and the end you don't want to give away the end uh for one thing, that locks you into something, and two, you know, again, it, it denies people the chance to discover things with you as they read your book. So, uh, and again, the, as you said, the the annoying graphics or text or whatever, if it slows your computer down or uh, is garish or offensive, then you can turn people off. You know, I'm not saying be bland or or whatever, but uh, I told somebody earlier that talent is talent and clever is clever as I've said before and I respect clever and I respect uh, talent and I respect uh, you know well designed websites and that kind of thing but if, if uh, especially if something has a flashing banner that's well here, here's something I liked uh, PVP had those peel away banners there for a while where you just you bring your cursor over the end and it peels back for that that was cool I don't you know I didn't I, it was usually for a, a whatever con he was going to go to but uh, I mean anything goes to a point like I said you don't want to lock yourself into something but things change but you can have you can title those things alternate histories or alternate futures or whatever but uh I say, you know, just put your best foot forward. That's just like you you do with your your comics or whatever else. Put your best foot forward um, because you want people to be invested in you and in your characters. So and, and give it give it legs. And scene. <laughs> I was about to say feet and legs. I don't think there's any way that we can uh, add anything else to <laughs> wheels. The wheels. There you go. <laughs> Make Trans. sure we cover everyone. Jet engines. Wings. Yeah, let's just go with all the forms of locomotion. There you go. And Paul McCartney while we're at it. Nah. So I think that uh, I think that might be good for the website discussion. Is there anything else we want to add to that before we move along? Um. I think best foot forward kind of covers it. I think so. I'll leave it open. Well, somebody, so here, so quick one. Somebody asked me about setting up a wiki. How do you, how do you actually go through the process of say like registering a wiki or whatever? How do they know we're talking um, about a wiki? Just now. Yeah, it, it would be somebody that read my post that we were talking about a sketch magazine podcast. Ah. Ooh, the power of the internet. Um, live. Well, tell them to research media wiki. There's, it's M-E-D-I-A, Wiki, W-I-K-I. Um, it's out there. That's how I found it as a Google search. And there's tons and tons of information. And I think it's media MediaWiki.com. If I don't think it's .net. That you download the software. And um, just get into FAQs before you even try to do it. Just get into FAQs and, and read and read and read. So they're easy. It's free, too. It's totally free. Media Wiki. I need to double check my. I was on Time Timeline Software, which is rather expensive. 
I guess a lot of businesses used uh, timeline software. Um, actually, it's .org. Media Wiki. It's M-E-D-I-A-W-I-K-I dot org. And it's a total free uh, PHP setup. So that's and get in there and read the FAQs and there's every everything from installing to setting it up. It's all built. It's really nice. It's a really nice setup. And it's built. Of course, the information is all built on a wiki. So on the flip well, side, you you're starting to get used to the look and feel of what it's going to be. So I'm surprised okay. the people at Comic Press haven't made a. A wiki press yet? Oh, hey, you know what? Maybe WordPress does have one. I didn't think about that, I don't know. John. Now you got me doing all kinds. If I have to start this over because because <laughs> you didn't look WordPress wiki. This is real fascinating for a radio audience, by the way. I know quietness. Ah, quietness of people looking things up on the no, internet. I found it on Wikipedia, but I didn't find anything. So. I have to okay. research it a little more and see if there's... Oh, no, here's a plug-in right now. I'm not going to do it right now. I love WordPress. Anybody out there want to set blogs and stuff, WordPress is the way to go. That's something we need to discuss in the future. Uh, oh, yeah, that'd be good because I podcast. actually... I have to shift my... Uh, I have to shift my comic-related blog over to WordPress soon, so... Right, and I'm setting up one good. for me personally... To put onto the SkyStorm site, mm-hmm. and my personal blog will be connected with the SkyStorm site. So, I'm going to set it up as a WordPress, but then I'm going to design it to to stand out a little bit, but yet still use a lot of the colors and and stuff from the SkyStorm site. So it looks like it's a piece of it. Um, but right. yeah, WordPress is uh, what I use for Clay's Way, and that's what Bill used for Comic Mentor. Yep, it's got a real easy back end to run, and it's um, it's pretty. It gives you a lot of information on it, Bill. So, future podcast, maybe next week, guys, we'll we'll discuss uh, blogs and uh, WordPress, and I'll find out more about this WordPress wiki. Thanks, John. No problem. Uh, now you're going to be doing it all the time now. <laughs> yeah, thanks. But uh, well, um, if we feel like we've yeah, we've we've done that okay. I think there's a lot to add. We can go in more depth about building previews for online and how to do so and and everything. But um, I think we we've spent enough time at the moment on on the wi- yeah. website and wiki. So, um, John, you want to update us on new posts since last we spoke? I can do that. Um, over at the sketch blog on comic related, the most recent post being inking and coloring with. Adobe Illustrator. Um, I've done a few of these now. Uh, Different people have different opinions about Illustrator. I personally have never used it, but I know there are people who swear by it. So I like to give it some play every now and then. So there is that in that uh, vein. Um, Another piece of software that people seem to like a lot is called Manga Studio. Um, and I found a video where a guy creates a face and which isn't that unusual for one of these YouTube videos. What it is, is he creates the entire thing in real time from blank page all the way through to the inks. Wow. Takes him just under 40 minutes to do it all. Um, but he does it all in real time and talks about what he's doing 
uh, chastises himself for mistakes. You know, everything you do while you're sitting at your drawing board, he's doing, but on audio and video for <laughs> for the edification of the viewer. So, um, so check that out if you have uh, 40 minutes to spare. Uh, two other, uh, not quite as long, but slightly long videos uh, looking at the Letra set marker set. A uh, representative from Letra set got in touch with me recently. Uh, was telling me about a new set of markers, which will hopefully be showing up in my mailbox one of these days. <laughs> but um, he also clued me into a couple of tutorials that are very recent that they had out. Uh, one on doing hair color and one on skin color. Um, and I do know that there are folks who... Uh, there are still a small but very dedicated number of people who are still coloring with markers rather than digitally. So mm -hmm. um, I like to uh, well to mention those guys every now and then. A lot of the sketch artists or sketch card artists that do shows yeah. are coloring with color markers. So I feel like color markers are probably Indeed. more popular now than they have been in the past. So, yeah, I would think so. Yeah. You know, it's with the advent of sketch cards or the... Uh, well, um, Blue Line, you know, mm -hmm. selling uh, selling the sketch paper, the, the the larger than sketch cards, but smaller than normal paper size things that people right. Well, we can use at shows, yeah. Cards and and uh, we have a small paper too. So yeah, I'm sorry. No, no, that's that's fine. Um, so yeah, I like to throw up stuff about markers every now and then because. Lord knows I have a million markers myself laying around do. here, so I, you know, I always, uh, I always like to justify my purchases. Um, speaking of justifying my purchases, I, uh, I came across the Jim Lee Icons book a while back. Uh, tried to win one off of Wired.com, but didn't quite get it, so I had to go buy my own. Uh, but it was a book I especially liked. I've always been a big Jim Lee fan, which I've mentioned several times on the on the sketch blog. So um, the guys from iFanboy, um, who are a video podcast of their own, a fairly famous one, um, are talking about the book, talking about Jim Lee, talking about his uh, rise from upstart image guy to now big giant head at DC Comics. Okay. So check that out. It's pretty cool. Hey, did you see who wrote that book? Um, I did not. Bill Baker. Guess who oh, gave no Bill way. Baker some of his early writing gigs? Um, yeah. Let's see. Would it be you? Yeah, Sketch Magazine. <laughs> and did you get any... <laughs> Did you get, and, did you even get an icons in the mail? No, I did not get one. Bill held out on me, but I uh, did pick mine up up in New York, and mine uh -huh. was autographed by Jim Lee. Uh, I didn't I didn't get it personalized. They had a signing on Sunday if you want it personalized. Yeah. Um, but we were heading out of town, but I did get one that was signed by Jim. So. And truthfully, I haven't really looked. I flipped through it. And it's beautiful. It's something I want to sit down and like spend an afternoon checking out. But I just haven't had the afternoon with everything that's going on at Skystorm. So it's sitting here yeah. enticing me because I'm a huge collector of Jim Lee stuff. Right. Um, yeah, it's it's too thick to, you know, just sit down and read through. Yep. 
uh, unless you have a day. Yeah, true. <laughs> you know, it's a beautiful book to just flip through. But if you want to sit down and read every little tidbit, you know, um, you know, take a weekend because <laughs> you'll need it. Yes. But yeah, and I believe that catches us up for right now. Oh, awesome. Well, I'm gonna have to get on and watch that geek speak because uh, that's that's one. No, I fanboys. I fanboy. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to get on and watch that because. Like I said, I'm a huge Jim Lee fan. Yeah, they uh, they have uh, they have kind of uh, conflicting opinions. One's a Jim Lee fan, one isn't. Uh, the other one's kind of you know doesn't in middle of the road, doesn't really have an opinion necessarily. So uh, that's what, it's a nice little discussion. Yeah, that's what's fun about them. You have one who's hardcore, one's against, and the guys sort of like playing them between the two. Right. Yeah. Exactly. That, that sort of makes good. Makes good good podcast and video, so that is true. Bill, what's happening over at the uh, community, and of course, Comics Mentor. Uh, Comics Mentor. Just remember that every day is a new day. So, however bad yesterday was, you can start over fresh. Again, it's a mindset thing. And over on the the boards, we're uh, heading toward the deadline of the Despicable Me win a, the Despicable Me DVD contest, draw your uh, favorite supervillain doing something heroic. And we're, I've seen several postings and uh, little messages uh, of people want, you know, they're, they're working on their submission. So now's the time. And remember, bring your talent, bring your A game, because other people will be doing the same thing. And, you know, other, other pros, People in the industry get to see this stuff, and people check it out, and we post the links to it, and other people look at it, and we have judges who are industry professionals from all uh, ranges of talents and uh, functions and positions and stuff. So uh, that's the biggest thing right now, right there. So take this time and, and get something done. Plus, we're we're going to post the winners in the next sketch magazine and also bill you brought up to me that we're going to put um andy smith's page on the sketchmagazine.net site probably end of this week first of next week for the next contest correct right it'll be an inking contest and uh the page we're talking about will be a downloadable downloadable page with hopefully maybe we'll have a few hints on how to because some people are just may not have that uh, access to print something out. Right. So maybe we'll have some ideas of how they can do that. So. And what's happened with that Rascal Clay? Rascal Clay is back. I took last week off. Didn't get hammered too bad um, from the fans, and I appreciate that. Um, out of it, I did hook up with an old uh, employee who now works for the Charleston newspaper, and he's going to do me some guest strips. He says, there's no way nice. with all the people you know, Bob, you should not have strips up. So he's stepping up to do me some guest strips. I told him, and I didn't foresee a problem, but you just never know what happens with Jackie and I or family. So I, I appreciate it. So um, Clay is back. Monday he took care of some leftover gingerbread men from the holidays. Uh, you find out exactly how he handles that. Um, and then uh, Friday strip is uh, a one-up one strip. And then we start into our ad, adding our next cast member. 
Um, it's, I think it's a, a six-part strip that we're getting into. It's going to be a lot of fun. And today, Wednesdays, are, uh, mine and Jackie, we get together and draw together and work together. And we're in the middle of the next story arcs. We're really enjoying these story arcs. And we're throwing a few one-liners in between them. Um, but the story arc's a lot of fun. It's almost like a comic, but yet yeah, just in a few panels. So uh, let's move along. Readership is gradually growing. Um, I keep getting asked about the comic. I sort of put it on the black back burner because I've been working on the Skystorm site. Um, I will, as soon as I get a handle on the Skystorm site, I will wrap up the comic and have it out for sale. I know some people wanted to give it away and stuff to friends. So um, it, it's it's. 70% designed. I will go back and add some more strips to it that we've got finished, and uh, I'll have it available. Do you still have that print available? I sure do. We have Snow Day. I'm looking at a, the first copy of it here. We got our first batch of it. It is our first 11 by 17 print. It's full color. Um, it's the Snow Day. It's two strips. It tells a little story about what happens when they have an off day and why they had an off day. Um, it's available. You can read it on the on the site at claysway.com. These these prints are low by 17 full color. Jackie and I are both signing them, and we've only printed a hundred of them, so they're numbered. So once that hundred's gone, we won't print any more of these prints. So um, there again, it's available at uh, claysway.com if you want to check it out. And Jackie and I, you know, appreciate all the support. It's it's been real fun, a lot of blast, and you know. Uh, it's amazing when you do a strip like that that has a little bit of your family in it this morning. Basically, Clay wrote a strip for me. Didn't even have to think real hard. <laughs> he just did something. I looked at him and says, yep, that one's going on the site. So, uh, yeah. And that Snow Day strip is about to become relevant again in a day or two. Yeah, so. they're talking four to six inches for us. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, be the perfect time for someone to pick that yeah, up. Yeah, we might have to put a plug in it, so get it out there again but um sketchmagazine.net um been working on tweaking it we're gonna move it over to a wordpress site as we talked about earlier um that way more people can contribute you don't have to know html to do it so i'm gradually doing it because i'm juggling three or four other things um uh, blue line pro there's some great specials going on he's getting ready to blow out a bunch of art books so i suggest you keep an eye on over there uh we're reformatting a newsletter um, which new newsletter should be out next week. Um, so it signed up for the newsletter at bluelinepro.com and let you know, heads up, only you guys know here on the podcast, is that we're back to work on Blue Line Digital. I spent all day with the designer. We're working out the back end. So digital sketch magazines will be available. We'll be putting digital comics on there gradually. So Blue Line Digital will be live very soon. So for those looking for more outlets for the digital comics. So, um, that's it. Uh, and, and of course, Skystorm. That's uh, taken up a huge amount of my time, day and night. That's, that's, that's it, guys. So, uh, how can they reach you, John? Well, they can reach me, um, as always, at john at comicrelated.com or john at sketchmagazine.net. Bill? Get me at... Um... Email me directly at comicsmentor at gmail.com, or you can respond to any of the topics for uh, the Sketch Magazine podcast at the Comic Related Community on comicrelated.com. Awesome. You can catch me at Bob H at bluelinepro.com. That comes directly to me. You can reach all three of us at podcast at sketchmagazine.net. 
please send us suggestions. If you don't think we're covering the project, you know, subject, tell us. Tell us what you want. We're here. We've got 20-something years of information piled up inside of us we want to share. Sometimes we just don't know a direction to go, so we go on what we're currently working on, which for me is the Wikipedia and the websites, and, and I wanted to share it was all fresh in my mind. If you got questions, bring it. I don't always make it to community boards, but if you got questions, kick them there. Bill and I are in constant contact. He will make sure if they got questions, he'll ask us like he got a Facebook question in the middle of this podcast, and we asked it. We answered it. That's so, right. All right. So to which Tim sure says you thank you. He said <laughs> thank you for that information. Good. Excellent. And before we go, um, speaking of Comic Related, uh, the head of Comic Related and our very good buddy, uh, Chuck Moore had a slight vehicular incident this morning. Uh, he's fine, but our con mobile is a little the worse for wear. So uh, we all wanted to say, send our best wishes towards Chuck and uh, for his speedy vehicular recovery. Yeah, I don't know if that one's going to survive. He has pictures up on Facebook. Go to Chuck Moore. Yeah, it's a little rough. Yeah, go check. Chuck Moore, Facebook. If it hit uh, as hard as it looked. That little buggy might be out of the picture. Yeah, we were talking about that on AIM earlier, that uh, the the poor old Conmobile may have to be retired in favor of something else because uh, even, uh, you know, for, for as easy as he got off out of the wreck, I, I dare say the poor little Prius was not as lucky. Yeah, it was so. tagged on both sides. On yep. the rear, and I'm afraid it might have twisted the frame up. So we're very yeah. glad that Chuck's okay. Yeah, as soon as I heard about it, I aimed him and like, what up? You okay? And yeah, we're very, very happy. He might be sore tomorrow, but. Yeah, he'll but, be sore, but physically he's fine. And, uh, you know, uh, that's why we all pay insurance for <laughs> stuff like that. That's so. true. Oh, one heads up. We finalized yeah. um, our, we will be at um, C2E2, Blue Line and Sketch. So that was finalized today, too. So. Excellent. I, however, will be at space that and weekend. Chuck so, is uh, going to be at some other con. So I may even have a Skystorm at the comic-related. Uh, I think it'll be cross-promoting Skystorm, Blue Line, and uh, Blue Line has it. and comic-related all together. Oh, Blue Line has, Blue Line has a booth in front of Artist Alley. Oh, lucky. So they're going to be setting up the store and everything in front of there, so... Bill, I might have to drag you. Sounds like everybody else is busy. I think, think so. Think you come north for yeah. a weekend? I don't know. We'll see. If it's in the same little center, it's a nice little place. Uh, if they do it in the same spot again, last year C2E2 was... Downtown there? It, well, yeah, it, it was downtown right near the uh, right near the river right. or the water or whatever waterway is around Chicago. And... Uh, it it's a beautiful little spot, and uh, you know, tons of room to walk around, and uh, you know, more comic people than you could throw a stick so, at. So, true. Well, uh, yeah, I've already had a couple of people, you know, ask about C two E two. So, okay. oh, David Hillman, if we if I go, I, we will have lunch, buddy. That's right. Oh, well, there you go. He's a very talented and artist. Bill's buying. Man, Bill's buying. Yeah. <laughs> On Bob's dime. On Bob's credit card. <laughs> sure. All right, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye.